This is an audio recording of Chelsea Handler's book, Chelsea, Chelsea, Bang, Bang. Chapter 1. The Feeling I was eight years old and well into the third grade at Riker Hill Elementary School when I fell head over heels in love with myself. What can only be described as the cornerstone of my youth came unexpectedly out of the left field and washed over me like a Category 5 cyclone. Not enough to draw me completely, but enough for me to lose my footing and knock me on my supple eight-year-old butt. A friend of mine named Stacy Silverberg invited me to a sleepover party at her house, where she was going to teach everyone how to get the feeling. I had never heard of the feeling before, but it was definitely something that piqued my interest. Reason led me to assume it had something to do with either a Smurf or a Cabbage Patch Kid. Both of very appealing. When I got to Stacy's house, her Jamaican housekeeper Margaret, or as I'd like to call her M-Dog, let me in. Stacy's parents were always out on the town, and her house was always spotless, which was a nice respite from the donut-stained, dog-hair-covered sofas my parents tried to pass off as sanitary. When I walked into Stacy's room, there were a total of four girls already there, all face down on their sleeping bags with their clothes on, violently rubbing their vaginas. I was appalled that no one had the good manners to manage a hello and equally taken aback by the pure ecstasy on all their faces. I never planted my face so fast into a carpet in my life. This was what my brother Greg referred to as a double jackpot. Over my jeans? I asked Stacy with my hands underneath me and my hands squished to one side. Yes, she told me. You don't want to actually touch your own vagina. No kidding. That was out of the question. I had enough trouble even looking at my own vagina every morning when I pulled on my Mary Lou Vuitton underwear. I had finally discovered what most English-speaking people refer to as the vagina, but what my family referred to as the caslapis. I wasn't prepared for what kind of ride this little magic muffin was going to take me on. But I reminded myself that we never choose who we fall in love with, and I had no choice when my little hot pocket in a pita took over my life for the good part of my third and fourth grades. My initial feeling when looking down at my private area was one of disgust. From my earlier self-examinations, the only thing I could deduce was that my private area was similar to a pincushion in structure, but less radiant. You can imagine my feelings of conflict when I watched one of my brother's porn tapes and found that in a few more years, pubic hair would be joining the party. This was obviously horrific news, but after seeing a very special episode of The Jenny Jones Show about a pair of Siamese twins separated at age 34, I had made it a point that I was always look for a positive in any situation even if that situation involved me having all of my sexual encounters up to the age of 30 with my sister connected to me. For instance, on the upside, I would be able to hide my caslapis contents under the mound of pubic hair that was right around the corner. Were pews better than just this pincushion by itself? This topic alone plagued me for a fortnight. Pubic hair or pincushion by itself? It basically came down to six of one, half a dozen of another. I learned an important lesson during my third grade year. Avoid all direct contact with any part of your body you can hide something in. And stay away from Siamese people. And Siamese cats, for that matter. Had I known as I was walked up the hill to Stacy's house that night I was about to embark on one of life's greatest adventures, I would have gotten there 45 minutes earlier. Now, she explained, just keep rubbing the outside of your pants so that they rub against it. If you keep doing it, you'll get the feeling. Can I have a bolster or something for my head? I don't have any more, she told me. All the other girls had gotten there earlier. I took my Three's Company suitcase and placed it under my head for support. After that was drenched, I had no choice but to put my head face down on the carpet a lesson I wouldn't need to learn twice. Two hours and 20 minutes later, I was covered in sweat with rug burns on my forehead and both cheeks. I was in a marathon with my caslapis and I couldn't break for more than a minute at a time. Every time my eyes would start to roll to the back of my head and I'd feel the exhaustion, I'd get a little tingle and there was another boom boom right around the corner. 
I kept coming back for more. I couldn't get enough of myself. Who was this girl who had been hiding from me for so long? We were one and the same. Soulmates, if you will. The carrot to my clitoris. And that was a little bit of an intro from Chelsea Handler's book, Chelsea Chelsea Bang Bang. Credits for this audio recording go out to the reader, me, Cheyenne Koshibuski, and also freeplaymusic.com for supplying me with the music.